this short gospel is interesting in the fact that we see Christ who lays his hands or almost repeats the action of healing. He lays his hands twice on the blind man. And it seemed that the first time around, well, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't completely done. He had to do it a second time. But I think what, what the gospel is trying to get at here is an interesting thing. We can find a parallel to the two sacraments of initiation that we call baptism and confirmation. Baptism in the sense that we see the, the spittle, you know, it's kind of the, it's, and the saliva, and in case of an emergency, it's, you know, you don't have water or something like that, you can baptize someone with, well, a little bit of saliva, and that, that, would, that would count. What we see in here, though, and what it's, you know, beyond the idea of spit in the eyes, is a cleansing of the eyes, almost a refashioning, a creating anew of the eyes. Kind of brought into mind the image of Genesis, that we have God who creates man from you know, mud, basically, water and dust and, and dirt, and this is what he molds man from. And so we see Jesus, in a certain way, creating the man's sight anew. He baptizes those eyes, so to say, so that they can see now. They can function. They can be what they're supposed to be. In a certain way, that's what baptism does for us, that we are regenerated, recreated. We're not just some creature that's born into the world and one day expires and leaves the world, but rather we're oriented, regenerated, created anew through the waters of baptism so that we can be the creation that we were meant to be the creation that God has created, a creation that is also eternal, for the Creator is also eternal. And it is the Creator's desire that we be with Him in eternity. And so that creation anew of sight allows the man to see. Yet, his first sight is not entirely right. And you can imagine someone who probably hasn't seen or you haven't opened your eyes for a while if you're asleep and you wake up What's the first thing you see if there's a crowd of people standing around you? Yeah, I suppose they look like a bunch of trees. And they walk and they move around as you focus and try to figure out what's going on. And so that first sight wasn't, wasn't actually, well, precise. Maybe it is what he was seeing. Yet Christ then prays and lays his hand upon him, on over him, prays one more time, and then he sees clearly. Now, it doesn't tell us what he saw. All we know is that he sees clearly from then on. That kind of reminds us of that sacrament of confirmation, that sacrament is that seal, and there is also a prayer with hands over. That allows our soul at the same time then to perceive, see that action of the Holy Spirit, perhaps in a way that we didn't see before, despite our baptism. It's not to say that baptism is imperfect, and, but that the confirmation and that action of the Holy Spirit is in there will allow us to see things clear, understand clear. In fact, see things in the world and creation as God himself has created. See ourselves as God's creation in a clearer way. It's not for nothing that confirmation comes a little bit later in life, kind of at this age of reason, or at least when we can have a minimal reason to grasp better the mysteries of our faith. Perhaps we weren't quite there at our first communion. Maybe we were seven years old or ten years old. But later on, we understand things much better, and we continue to understand things much better. And so that gift of the Holy Spirit 
is like that second imposition of the hands by Jesus. He gives clarity, and more importantly, gives understanding. It says here, he sees everything distinctly. That distinction of sight is another allegory, we can say, to understanding. Because when we understand things, we see them differently. Jesus tells the man to go home, but don't go into the village. Interesting why he gives him that prohibition. What would he have seen then in the village? The village that expelled him, the village that took him out. With those new eyes of the faith, how would he gaze upon those in the place that he was before? What is it that Jesus would rather him not see now that he can see? Sometimes it happens to us as well, for we can't unsee what we've seen. We have to carry those things that we've seen with us, and they do change us, they do affect us. And so let us continue our prayer, remembering tonight this Holy Spirit that was given to us at a confirmation, a confirmation that will give us the clarity of faith and of understanding. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.